This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 802. Three terms that will help you connect with Australians with David Peachy. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, we are lucky to have David Peachy back on the show, and this time he'll show us three terms that you'd never hear in the US, but are super common in Australia. Listen in today. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest graduated with a degree in theater over 20 years ago, and since then, he's traveled the world, learned several languages, and has taught general and business English in Central Europe, Turkey, Russia, and Thailand. Our guest today is David Peachy. Now let's meet David. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, David, welcome back to the podcast. After a year and a half, how have you been? Hey, Lindsay. Um, yes, good to be back here. Wow. Um, I've been keeping myself quite busy, teaching online and offline. And yeah, I've also been doing a little bit of traveling. I went through Europe to meet my old... Uh, workmates at the school I used to work at. So, yeah, awesome. that was quite, quite fun. Good experience back there awesome. in Slovakia. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's always good to travel, see the world, you yeah. know, speak with people in different languages and do that kind of thing. So, I just want to remind our listeners because mm -hmm. I know we have a lot of new listeners here. Guys, if you mm -hmm. don't know David, David was on the show back in 2016, January, and he mm -hmm. did two awesome episodes. One was uh -uh. about the expression, Ya na. David, I don't say that very well in an Australian accent. So how would you say that? <laughs> um, I, I think I tend to put it through my nose a bit more. So it's a bit more like a ya na. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> so that was episode 467. And then you also did episode 472 about mm -hmm. what we can learn about learning English from an actor because you're an actor. Is that right? Or are you still doing some acting, David? Uh, not so much these days, but um, yeah. yeah, my whole background's in theatre. So um, oh, very cool. Yeah, I've still got the connections with treading the boards. Okay, <clears throat> excellent, excellent. So guys, I want to recommend that you go back and watch David's episodes from last year. But now let's move on to something else today. We're going to talk about something completely different. So you're mm -hmm. from Australia, right, David? That I am. And where in Australia are you from? Oh, right. I'm on the East Coast. Like, like most, of, most Australians, we um, live on the coast. We don't live in the desert at all. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm in Brisbane, a beautiful sunny city on the East Coast. Awesome. Awesome. So you are here to teach us some interesting words that I've never heard until you suggested <laughs> them for our episode today. I'd never heard them, but they're words that we're likely to hear if we go to Australia, right? Absolutely. Um, these are fairly common words that um, you'd hear from a typical Australian. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Awesome. So let's just get into it. I mean, I mm-hmm. wonder if you've ever had a student in Australia who studied English elsewhere, like in the States or the UK, and they came to Australia, they heard these words, and they were surprised. Have you ever heard of that happening before? Uh, definitely. In fact, the <laughs> advanced class I was teaching yesterday, we, we had um, a quite a long discussion on this, how um, their, their study of British English or American English was um, quite foreign to what they heard in Australia almost like a different language. Oh my gosh. So this is an important episode today, guys. If you're preparing to go to Australia, maybe to live, you want to listen up today or even just to take a vacation. Mm -hmm. So David, let's just dive into it. Let's go Mm -hmm. ahead. So what would be your first word that you're going to teach us? Okay. The first word is um, chook. And Mm. a a chook is a chicken and it's it's simply that. Um, So you'd say you buy a chook for dinner or we're having chook for dinner. Um, or if you're out on a farm, you'll go and feed the chooks. Um, feed the chooks. Huh. Mm. Okay. Do you know where the the term comes from? Is it just supposed to be short for chicken or does it mean anything else? Did it come from some kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know, story or something? Uh, good question. I, I think it's just a casual way of saying a chicken. Of course, we all know chicken. So, yeah, we'll, yeah. we might say chicken and chook together. Uh, but chook, <laughs> chook's a fairly standard word for chicken. Uh, there are a couple of other uses for it. Um, you can use it um, in an affectionate way and just to say, oh, is everything all right, chook? How you doing, <laughs> chook? Um, so it's a way of talking to someone that you're close to? Exactly. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the theater background um, because we also wish each other luck by saying chookers. I don't know why, but we say chookers before you go on stage. Oh, wow. Okay. These are phrases, guys, that you would never hear in the US. They're so foreign to me. Um, That's why I love today's episode. This is so cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So chook. Now, it's pronounced the same as book. Is that right? Am I pronouncing it the right way? Yep. Look, book. Look, Mm -hmm. book. Okay. That sound. The double O spelling, but the uh sound to pronounce it, right? Exactly that. Chook. Okay, awesome. So, guys, if you want to come back to the blog and see these examples written out, you're gonna you should come back to our blog and check it out. Go to episode 802 and you'll see it. But we're gonna move on to the next one. All right. So, what is your next word that you can teach us today, David? Okay. Um. Well, the next one it it, it rhymes with chook and it is crook. Um. Oh. In Australian English, this uh, is an adjective and it means you're sick. So you feel crook or a little bit crook. Oh, wow. Okay. So different because I know the word crook is used mm-hmm. as a noun in the U.S. as someone who's a crook. Criminal. It was used more often in the past, I think, throughout history. Mm-hmm. But we would say someone who's a crook is someone who uh, maybe robs a bank or steals something, just a dishonest, like a, uh, a criminal kind of, mm-hmm. right? It's, yep. And do you use it in that way too in Australia? Uh, yes, we do. We can call um, criminals crooks. Um, if they're yeah. sick, we call them a crook crook. <laughs> okay. Well, probably not, but... <laughs> yeah, can, so. can, interesting. Can you give us some more examples of how to use this as, as an adjective, crook, to feel crook? Okay. Um, a good example, like we, we, you have the expression, if you're very sick, you're um, sick as a dog. Yeah, but we do. in Australian English, we can say you're crook as a chook. <laughs> and I, I don't know whether chickens are typically ill, but uh, I think we just like the the sound of the phrase, crook as a chook. 
crook as a chook, so sick as a chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, in the literal <laughs> sense. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Any other example or a way we could pull this in? Um, let's see. If you've if you've had a big night out on the town, yeah, and you're waking mm-hmm. up and it's a work day, um, you can call up work and say, "Oh, sorry, boss, I can't come in. I'm feeling a bit crook." <laughs> Okay. I love it. I love it. So good. So guys, take notes today. Write that down. And that is your second word today. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that our listeners should try to to use these or is it more important just to recognize them? What would you recommend? Oh, good question. Um, There there are many, many words um, in Australian English, which are not typical in other forms of English. So um, definitely recognize them. Yep. But if you know that you are speaking to an Australian and instead of saying, oh, I feel a bit sick today, you feel, oh, I feel crook, we, we will we will enjoy the fact that you've taken the trouble to learn <laughs> these Australian words. Right. It, it's something that kind of endears you to, to the local person and it, it builds would. that connection, right? We talk about connection, not perfection on this show mm-hmm. as being our, our core value, what we care about the most. And it yep. seems like we would connect with the locals very well with these expressions. Do you think so? I reckon so. Definitely. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I reckon. So I think we've had another Australian teacher come on the show to talk about reckon. At some mm. point, I'm sure we did. That's another one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, so I think so. Okay. (laughs) That's great. Okay, so Crook. All right. Do you have a third one that you could let us know about today, David? I do have a third one. And um, uh, I'll try and describe it. It's it's when things don't go your way and you you feel a little angry and you want to go off and stew in your anger by yourself. You're silently angry. Um, Mm. You're sitting alone. You're in a bad temper. You're sulking. Um, so you're having a sook. Wow. And the word is sook. So how do you, how do we spell that? Uh, same word, same as book, but S instead of B. So, yep. Yeah. Sook. S-O-O-K. Okay. So, okay. so can this be a noun and a verb? Uh, yeah. So you can either be sooking somewhere, um, as a verb. It's perfectly normal to use it as a verb. We typically say, um, have a sook if you're, if you're having a sook, if you're going off sulking. Um, also, you can call the person who is having the sook, you can call them a sook or a big sook. Oh, wow. Why are you sooking your big sook? Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love mm. that. That's so interesting. We don't, mm. we don't have this. We do have the word to sulk as a mm. verb, S-U-L-K. Like, why are you sulking? Or mm. we might say, oh, you, are, you seem really down today, but we don't have sook. Mm-hmm. Definitely and, don't have that at all. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say sook probably comes from sulk. And we Definitely. just shortened it into sook like we did with chicken chook. 
salt soup. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> I love this, guys. Another natural native phrase that you could use to get closer to locals when you're in Australia. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So is there a bonus you wanted to share with our listeners before we finish up today, David? I love giving the listeners bonuses. And I do have a bonus word. And it's quite a strange one. I, I didn't realize for many years this was a purely Australian word. I thought all English speakers know this word. It is spruik. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I'll, I'll spell it for the listeners. Um, okay. S-P-R-U-I-K, spruik. What does that mean? Okay, um, it's a verb and it means you present or you promote a product um, in the sense that you're probably out the front of the store with a PA system, microphone, and huh. you're telling the passers-by what's in the store and what's on special. Um, oh, okay. So you're spruiking. Uh-huh, um, Interesting. Or you're... Um, you're a spruiker, um, which was typical actor work quite a few years ago. So you do okay. spruik work. Oh, have you ever done that kind of work in your acting career yourself? Um, me, not personally, but quite a number of my friends have done that. So I'd see them out the front of shops and say, G'day, how you doing? <laughs> you spruiking today? Yep. What are you spruiking? <laughs> oh, very nice. I love it. Definitely, nice. again, we don't use this here in the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think this word exists? Any idea? Uh, in general, it's a mystery. I did a little bit of research. Uh, just going from the spelling, it looks to us a bit like a Dutch word, um, mm. or probably even um, from Afrikaans. In in the Boer War, which was at the end of the 1800s, um, quite a few Australian soldiers, Australian troops were sent over to deal with that um, war in South Africa. So. I'm wondering if it came into Australian English after that. Oh, wow. So, mm. so you think they brought these word, this word in particular back to Australia? Quite possibly. Um, we don't have mm. any definite proof, but um, this word appeared around 1900s, early 1900s. So it's poss- that's a possible connection. It looks, it looks quite like a Dutch word to me as well. So interesting how language can be intertwined with with history, right? Mm-hmm. With history and culture and what happened and where people went around the world and what they brought back, right? Exactly. It, it tells like us a, a lot about history. Love like that. A little Love souvenir that. from South Africa, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Perhaps mm. that's what it is. Well, thank you for that bonus, David. I love no it. Problem. So just to re- yeah, just to <laughs> review, can we go back through the three words and remind our listeners what they mean so maybe okay. they can recognize them or use them? Okay. Um so the first word is chook, C-H-O-O-K, as in chicken. Um, the second word is crook, C-R-O-O-K, so mean you're ill, your crook is a chook, if you're very ill. And the last word, or the third word, not the last word, the third word is sook. So we've got crook, chook, sook, we've got the rhyme. Uh, sook, you are sulking, or you are having a sook. Okay. And if, you, if you're awesome. doing that, you are a sook. Okay. That bonus word, um, if you're out the front of um at the front of a shop and you're promoting a product, the you are spruiking, the action spruik and you're a spruiker. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that we have a word for that in 
in American English, we might just say like a salesperson. Probably. Um, a, mm. We do have people that will stand out of, for example, like an ice cream shop and have little ice cream samples, for mm-hmm. example. Um, but I don't know that we have a special term for it. That's so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, guys. So now you are ready to go to Australia and practice your Australian English. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward awesome. to you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, David, do you end up having a lot of students come to you who are preparing to move to Australia, maybe? Is that a common theme for your students? Uh, it is It is actually quite a common theme. Um, when, when a student contacts me and I think, okay, this is kind of unusual. Um, but after the, the first few minutes of chatting, yes, it turns out they're interested in either visiting okay. Australia or moving to Australia or studying in Australia. So, they, they do want yeah. the authentic Australian experience. Makes a lot of sense. Perfect. So guys, if you are preparing, maybe you've taken the IELTS exam or something like that with our other podcast, IELTS Energy, and now you're preparing to go to Australia, then David Mm -hmm. is your guy. Mm -hmm. He's the one that you want to book a lesson with. This is very cool. So David, could you tell our listeners how to find you? Okay, it's quite easy to find me. Um, My username is Peachy, P-E-A-C-H-E-Y. If you want to use the URL, it's also very simple. You go to italki.com uh, slash peachy hyphen teacher. So this peachy teacher, you can find me on italki. Okay. Awesome. So we highly recommend, guys, that you go on over there and book a lesson with David because, again, as we've said lately, you know, September's coming. The fall is coming. People are going to start to get serious. So I think teacher schedules are probably going to start to book up. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, David? I think so, yeah. That's a kind of a busy time of, time of the year. Yeah, this is the time to jump on it if you want to learn more of these Australian terms, learn about life in Australia, and get ready for your move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, da- well, David, thanks for coming on the show today. It's been great to have you on again, and we hope to have you on again soon. Uh, Lindsay, it's been a pleasure as always, and yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back on All Ears English very soon. Sounds great. Sounds great. Take care. Have a good day. Okay, cheers. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.